Sunny 16 presents Hello everybody, it's Ian Fleming again doing another little quirky camera selection for you. So to start with, I just thought I'd update you on the um, Olympus Quick Step Quick Flash AFLS saga. I bought another one, which claimed to work fully. I think I said that on the last podcast. Uh, and when it arrived, it didn't work at all. Even worse than the first one I sent for repair. So I've sent it off to my repairer, because I got a full refund from the seller, uh, to see if he can make two from w- one from two. But seems unlikely, as he hasn't got back to me yet. So uh, that... Again, the Olympus Quick Flash AFLS is again looking like definitely not one to buy. In other updates, uh, we've had a reasonable Christmas and New Year. We haven't caught COVID, fortunately. We're all boosted and our families are okay, thank goodness. Uh, so I would thought I'd update you with the latest camera in my strange selection of cameras. So this camera is by the camera maker called Cambo in Holland. Now, I associate Cambo with large studio um, stands for cameras, mainly large format or video or film. Uh, normally, they weigh a ton and you have a foot pedal to move them around. And I think Dave Shrimpton, as I recall, had one in his studio. But this camera has four lenses. And some of you may know what this is. This is the Cambo Passportrait which is for Polaroid pack film or Fuji pack film or um, one instant as it's now produced by SuperSense. And uh, I just thought, so it looks like something from a uh, Second World War submarine with its viewfinder and four lenses. And it's um, a bit limited in functionality because it's designed basically to be put on a stand in a, in a, pas- in a, a studio and set up and left. So, what can I tell you about it? It's got four lenses. You've got a shutter speed of a hundredth, a fiftieth, or B. The F is all the way from 8, 11, 16, 22, and 32. And there's a big knob in the middle, which enables you to select either all four lenses to fire at the shutter at once, or you can then turn it around and fire one lens, then do another, turn it around, do another. So you get four different photographs on one sheet of... um pack film so there's a few problems with this camera as i've discovered when i've tried to use it number one is you definitely need a trigger release to fire the shutter and it only it's fixed focus uh, i think 1.2 meters it says so you're a a bit stuck so i thought it's got a cold shoe on the top so i thought ah i can preset a range finder one of those little range finders voigtlander one or something on the top get that to 1.2 and put it on but when you put it on the top the um, pack film holder blocks the view of the range finder so otherwise you could use it like a sort of four lens polaroid big shot according to the manual uh because it came with a ground glass which for which you could then focus it with i the pack film holder does come off but um it doesn't take a four by five i've tried all my four by five holders graph locks everything uh this is standard three by four pack film so i'm not quite sure how that was mine never came with any sort of any ground glass 
That being said, I have got good results out of it, but needs careful use. It does come with a flash port, a, a PC sync port. Obviously, it was designed to be used with a flash. And the manual, if you look it up on the internet, does give you tons and tons. It's quite, actually quite good if you want to learn about a bit of basics about studio photography and portrait work. So I bring you the um, Cambo Pass Portrait. As I say, um, it, if you see one, this is a Model 40 and definitely looks like something out of a Second World War submarine. That's the first camera. My second camera is made by Kodak um, and I quite like this camera. This is the Bantam Colour Snap, but this doesn't take 35mm film. This takes, I think it's 8 to 8 basically. Yeah, 8 to 8 film, which is the same as 35mm, but has no sprocket holes. This was sort of pre-35mm, sprocketed 35mm. So, in order to use this, you need to find yourself a couple of eight, uh, empty or used 8 to 8 spool holders, preferably with a backing paper, which is what I've done. Then you can either load it with 35mm with sprockets to get the, you know, the, the trendy sprocket look, or I've also loaded it because I've got some unperforated uh, portra still and i've loaded it with that it only takes eight shots uh, on each roll but i quite like that because you get your results back quicker that way it's got a kodak and aniston lens and it, you obviously focus it on the front and set the the aperture but the downside is i have to carry a bit of paper with this because the it's got like light setting numbers which don't sort of compare to anything that you and I would modern know. So uh, F not so light setting number one is F nineteen. Light setting number eleven is F four point five. So, and I think that does that also set the shutter speed? Yeah. So that eleven, the shutter speed is approximately one twenty fifth, and at all other settings, it's a fiftieth. But I've got good results with this camera uh, viewfinder. As ever with these little ones, a little tiny viewfinder on the top. Uh, I always put tape over the red window at the back. So it, I open it briefly to wind on and, and tape it up again because I never trust them not to um, fog your film. Uh, but this, I think, personally, this is the Kodak Bantam Colour Snap that takes 8 to 8 film. And I quite like this. Uh, I think this is from 1954. And this would be one I would recommend if you're prepared to sort of load your, your um, film in a changing bag and spend out on some 8 to 8 um, spools and backing paper. My next camera is by the well-known camera maker called Lorio. That's L-O-R-E-O. Um, and some of you may know that these are um, basically uh, 3D cameras. They did a lot of uh, what, cheap and a reasonable amount of 3D stereo photography accessories. So this is the Lorio. I don't think it's even got a model number, to be honest. Uh, mine's all in German on the front. So this is basically it's um, a 3D stereo camera. And how it does it, it's got a built-in front silver mirror or in this case front silver plastic beam splitter so you get uh your two stereo images on one frame obviously it means you know angle of view is going to be about 100 mil or something so uh, you need to bear that in mind there are no controls i mean there is a flash you can turn off and on which also raises the little flash at the top uh, which pops up like a modern digital camera um 
But beyond that, there's no control. So your best bet with this is to load it. I always found with 400 or 800 ASA stock, to be honest. It takes mixed views. It's, it's not my favourite stereo camera, to be honest. Um, but I thought it's worth a mention because they don't come up so often now on the internet. They used to be all there all the time and quite cheap. Lorio do make a whole range of viewers for this. So if you shoot on this, print it. Uh, obviously, you could just scan and print them out at home on 6x4s. There's a viewer for the 6x4 prints. You pop it in and that does work quite well. So this is like an entry-level 3D stereo camera. As I say, it's just like, it's really simple. You, almost, to be honest, it's one-off being a disposable. At least it's reloadable. Um, so that's the Lorio 3D stereo camera. My last camera uh, is, as you might guess with me, another Polaroid, to be honest. But I chose this because I think this is quite underestimated and I've got good results out of these. Uh, this is the Polaroid Impulse AF. So this is an autofocus AF camera. This takes 600 Polaroid 600 film and came out about the same time as Spectra's. Now, Spectra's obviously a, a sort of graveyard technology now with a lack of film. I've kept all my uh, film to keep my Macro 5 alive, my Polaroid Macro 5, the dental camera. But this one has a lot of the same features as the Spectra's in terms of the remote and the um, reasonable lens and uh, sonar autofocus. Um, so these can be picked up quite cheap on eBay. You need to check the flash works. You need to check with the um, seller that they've stuck a dead battery pack in it or an old battery pack and see the flash works. There is one problem I found with these in my camera bag, um, which is to turn the camera on, it's a, just push up and down for the flash. As you can hear, I'm doing that now. If I take a shot, there you go. But that pop up and down can come up in your camera bag and then your whole film pack ends up next time you use it with a dead battery. My solution for that is to pop it out um, and you can swap all the, the films into another, all the, the frames into another film pack in a changing bag or I just stick it in an iType camera um, you know, one step two or um, an impossible lab. The other thing is with this, you can't turn the flash off. I've not really found that a problem. Some people say stick your hand over it. I've never bothered. This does seem to work quite well with the modern Polaroid 600 film. Uh, I got lucky with this. This is engraved. Mine is A4. So I think this came out of corporate or education. So it's been quite well looked after. The other thing you obviously need to do is put a modern frog tongue on the front of these uh, to shade your film as it comes out of the camera, in my opinion. It's got self-timer, um, a remote which does take the um, remote that was for Spectra. Um, there's not much other controls to be honest but i've got reasonable results out of these so and it's one i would recommend buying if you're on a budget and want a reasonable 600 camera the polaroid impulse af uh, that's the last camera in my, these four cameras i just thought i'd say that uh, in other developments i still haven't finished my dark room so that is an ongoing project we just over new year and christmas we just haven't had the time to be honest and i'm sure that's quite common for a lot of you i just listened to the sunny 16 podcast last night um and i found it quite interesting actually about projects so i do like a project but i also carry 
far too many cameras around with me at any one time. Currently in my camera bag, I've got an SX70, an SX7600, uh, I've got a Polaroid Go and a Nikon L35AF. So I think that's a bit too many, really. But I do like a project. Um, so I've been, I did take some bicycles, as you will see on some of my shots around Sidbury. They were, that worked out quite well. And um, yeah, I think a project's quite a good thing. Although I've got too many on the go at once at the moment, what with the dark room and trying to sort out a few other things around the house. Um, but anyway, that's an update from Ian. Um, it's always good to have a chat with you all. Do keep listening in. Keep shooting film, whatever sort it is. I don't care. Um, um, all the best and bye for now. Bye.